On this week of Sandlot Sports, we discuss week eight of the college football season, including whatever the hell Penn State was doing on the field, um, and what it means for the Big Ten and the SEC going forward and into the playoffs. Um, and we, we actually rate the top conferences. And I do have to admit, I made one mistake when it comes to college football. In 1990, when Desmond Howard was tripped in the end zone, it was not at Spartan Stadium. It was actually at home in, in the big house, the Michigan Stadium. Um, but he was still tripped. We, we also talk about week seven of the NFL season, including just kind of where where we see things, where Tennessee's going, what is going on with Kansas City, and we kind of give our early Super Bowl picks. The Rams just out-talented the Lions severely. I mean, pretty much at every position, the Rams were better, were, were more talented. And the Lions were in it because Dan Campbell has balls of steel. <laughs> I mean, to go yeah. like in the first quarter to have an onside kick and then get it, don't get the third down conversion, and then have a fake punt on the possession you got the onside kick on. <laughs> you know, he literally has but- nothing to lose, right? And welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. If there was a fight, Dwight Howard will beat AD's ass. Yes, please. I want to see that. <laughs> and bj thomas <laughs> why are they fighting so early i don't just know got, why what are we doing we just got know. here I, we just I, got I, here and we're about to go home just started. send us home just, just got here so i I'm, I'm gonna say this i was fully prepared today well the last weekend to come on today to talk about how this was a huge weekend for the big 10 how this was going to prove big 10 football has arrived and it's going to be great there's got a game on the and on the, the noon game it's got the night game everything's going to be great and then Penn State shit the bed like a toddler going through potty training. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Damn. Everybody, everybody hates me for my SEC talk, yet here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that ass whooping. <laughs> it wasn't an ass whooping. It was just basically they were just inept. They were offensively yeah. inept. Right, but like, like, did, I they had... have a, did they have a chance to get to the playoff? And now they're not? That's ass whooping. Yeah. But it was funny because I, I had the Michigan game on and I was watching the Michigan game and like, okay, you know, they, they pulled it out. And I'm like, why is Penn State? What, you know, they only have 10 points. Did they still have their shitty quarterback in that they had against Iowa? Nope. John Clifford was still in there. They just couldn't do a goddamn thing. Oh, and I, I, to this day, it, it is now Tuesday. We're recording this from Saturday until today. I still don't know how I feel about the overtime system. Mm. I still have no idea how I feel about the sudden death one play overtime that they have I'll- now. I liked your description of football penalty games, <laughs> which, depending on what side of the ocean you're on, is, uh, you would sound like an idiot. Yeah. That's what penalty kicks are over there, are football kicks. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's what it was. I mean, it, starting with the third overtime, it was one play, you either score or you don't, and the other team gets a play, you score or you don't, and you go back and forth, back and forth. And mm. I will tell you, watching it, it's huge tension. I mean, it, that play is intense. Well, it's staying then. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's written in stone now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I know why they did it. It's for player safety. I completely understand it from a fan's perspective. It's intense. Is it really football though? Mm. You know, uh, I'm not upset about the NFL system. To be honest, with you. if you can score a touchdown and end it, good on you. Game over. Yep. Yeah. It, it's grown on me. Yeah, yeah. It really is because it's it's the essence of football. Yeah. I'm going to score, and to win, you have to stop me. Right. That, that's football. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and. And what it what that does that college really has never done it in overtime, it's a full team game. It's offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah. You know, can can your special teams stop them from returning a kick? Can your defense stop them? And can your offense do something? Yeah. It's the full team game. Whereas as soon 
as college started and college overtime starts, it's basically can you kick a, a 42-yard field goal or get better? It seems like the, the way to end uh... Uh, flag football tournament in college. Yeah. Okay. Come on, guys. It's getting late. <laughs> from, from, the, from the two, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And, and like I said, I get it because I it was um, AM and LSU did seven overtimes a couple of years ago. And I mean, th- those guys were just gassed. I, I get it. But, but as, as a Syracuse fan, this, this land is over here. I don't even know how to do this. <laughs> that right there. Um, that overtime game against UConn is a memory I'll never forget. Yeah. yeah. Sitting over there being like, Dad, Dad, not yet. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. they start at like at 7 or something and end at 1 o'clock it, in the morning? It was a late-ish game for the East. It was like a primetime game. And it, mm-hmm. I think it got done around one one fifteen something like that. Yeah. yeah. Which for, I mean, a college basketball game can happen in the blink of an eye as long as there's no timeouts at the end. Yeah, yeah. It, typically, it quickly. Uh, yeah, it typically lasts about two hours. Right. You can you can cram a good college basketball game in about two hours of, of TV time. Unless yeah. unless it's close and everybody has their timeouts. Yeah. Holy crap! It it may be <laughs> it may be the single most annoying experience in sport. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand cricket enough to be annoyed, and I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't really get annoyed with soccer or baseball. That's annoying. Yeah. Those timeouts. The, yeah. the the timeout. Okay, let's want to play. Timeout. Want to play? Timeout. Oh, wait, no timeout. I'm done. Somebody would have to provide a stat to prove me wrong, but you can't tell me the last two minutes of game hasn't lasted as much as the front end of the second half. Well, it's it's had to have happened. It's had to be close before. We're like a team just trading buckets, no real fouls, moving up and down the court. And then the last two minutes when it's close and all the time out there, it has to be close on time. I, oh, especially like back in the day, back just a few years ago, um, when John Beeline was at Michigan, like they would go through a, a first half in like 30 minutes because they wouldn't foul. Yeah. And like if, if mm-hmm. it was Michigan, Wisconsin, they'd play two, like 20 minutes of game time in 30 minutes. Yeah. I mean, they because like there would be like 10 minutes without a timeout without a dead ball it would just go back and forth back and forth and it's that was yeah. very very fluid oh yeah espn hated it because they couldn't get the tv money <laughs> oh. it was like is there injury uh, timeout no he's not injured no 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 he'll walk it off <laughs> yeah he walked it off <laughs> um, but but getting back to football i mean yes penn state shit the bed oklahoma almost did as well oh yeah when you <laughs> messaged me what's going on with oklahoma i was like well let me oh no <laughs> Jeez, my Dude. chaos, my that would have been the chaos I needed. Right yes, that would when been, I saw that message, oh. I was in my garage. I'm like, what's going on with Oklahoma? I said, oh, shit, don't tell me I'm losing. <laughs> and I, saw, I said, oh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but then as soon as you said that, I'm like, 10 nothing, that's not enough for a, a top no. five, 10 team. No, not enough. 17 20 to nothing. Yeah. No, you're when like, it, ooh, but yeah, when it was 17 um, 7 in the third quarter, it was like, eh. yeah, I just. Yeah. No, you guys are in trouble now. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, did you see that Caleb Williams had uh, fuck Texas finger uh, fingernail painted on his nails? Oh, with nice. The horn, with the horn logo upside down. Wow. I love well, it how it's like two weeks later and he's still like, yeah, I whipped your ass. Fuck you, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if he was in Oklahoma, like superhero beforehand, he is now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All he's got to do is perform, and that whole that whole state will love him for yeah. many, many years to come. Absolutely. Perform and you know, as in whip the ball from your teammate and run 10 yards? And I hate that I said that because that's the same argument Jason Kelsey had for uh, – who was he talking to? Just ben play Simmons. better. Ben Simmons. It's Philadelphia. They barely like you when you're playing good. Yeah. Like, all you got to do is fumble, and they're going to be, like, talking about your wife and shit. It's not – it doesn't take much. No. Exactly. No. So I just don't like that argument. Play better. He's going through something. He's obviously yeah. not performing at where he wants to be. And he's he's having some issues. He's played so many games though. This mental health thing he's doing right now, I just don't know. I feel like it's one <laughs> I, more tactic to keep him out of camp 
until the game's like or can, like out of practice. I mean, I, I hate to be that guy because you know I am a big proponent of get get them help you need for mental health issues. Absolutely, yeah. I hate to be the guy, but I'm gonna say it. I don't buy it. There's too many games that have been played. Yeah, there's too many games. I was just like, it just felt it felt wrong to me. I could be totally wrong, and if I am, I would absolutely apologize. I would, yeah. but damn, it feels weird. It feels yeah. weird that you're bringing it up now. Yeah. Why, why did yeah. we say, look, man, I see some time away from the team. We can talk about this in a few days. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, and like you said, like the timing is so wrong. First, he was like, nah, fuck y'all. I ain't, you know, I'm, I'm not playing with you guys. And all of a sudden, oh, yeah, well, uh, now I'm having, you know, mental health issues. So I'm not Which, sure if I'll be able to quit the team. And, and I would say he probably is. Yeah. I don't think that's what started all of this. Shit, yeah. his jumper's got mental health issues. I don't know about him. Oh, yeah. That jump shot's got mental health issues. Exactly. It's got wrist issues and elbow issues, shoulder issues, and hip position. I mean, he basically looks like a churro when he's taking a jump shot. <laughs> Dude, um, the no, I'm serious. Is taking that... more jump shots than Ben Simmons. Dwight's a better I shooter than Ben. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, Dang. why are you laughing? That's a straight face statement. He's a better shooter than Ben Simmons. Put yeah, him at the three point. Fair. Put him at the three point line. See what happens. Hell, you know what? I've, he's a better free throw shooter than Ben Simmons. Oh yeah. Boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Damn. you know, I used to. I really harped on people playing free throw, uh, shooting free throws. Right? Like I said, I've said in the podcast before. I've never played in any organized basketball until I got to like recreation leagues and stuff. So get to this recreation league. I get fouled. I go to the line. All of a sudden, your brain's like, dude. You just go full stupid. It's like, I've never done this before. I've never taken standing still shot in a basketball game before. What the hell do I do? <laughs> so the only reason I think I may be a decent free throw shooter in rec leagues is because I hit the first one. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. If I hadn't hit the first one, it might have been a different story. I'm going to tell you right now, like when I shoot free throws, I shoot it as a standing jump shot. Because oh, it's the absolutely. only one, like my muscle memory is the only way I can do it. I can understand that. The only thing you got to do is be careful about your foot crossing the line. But you can, I'm pretty sure you can do it, though. Yeah. As long as you don't go past the free throw line. No one's ever called me out on it. So, yeah. Um, is I that the truth? Is that true, Dorian? Or Well, I know, like, like for me, for instance, when I, you know, when I play organized, whatever, and my free throw shooting, I always focused on like the back of the rim. They said, focus on the back of the rim when you shoot. Nine times out of 10, your brain's going to tell yourself, I need to hit that back of the rim. And you and you usually make so that's what I tried to do. Um, I mean, it's it all depends on the person. Now, I knew someone I played yeah. basketball with. What he told me how he was able to hit free throws was he thought about the rim being as big as uh as the ocean or something, right? And he said that he saw it as him throwing pennies in the ocean. My brain does not possess those tricks. <laughs> no. That's a that, that's a rim. This is a basketball, and I got to figure out how to get it. <laughs> exactly. so I just I just looked it up, and I quickly looked on Google. I'm not doing any super searching and digging. Or it, it's what I thought it was. You can jump, but you can't land on or come or cross the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're good. Yep. I don't know why more people don't. It's a much more natural shot. See? Yeah. But the thing is, it's natural for us. Somebody that's six seven or six eight, maybe that's probably not a problem. But yeah. six eleven, seven foot, that little mm-hmm. tiny ball in those hands, that's a tricky shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, and, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I know we'll get back to football in a second. So, but like Horace Grant, he would probably be great at it because he normally shoots a jump shot from that range. Mm-hmm. But a guy like Dwight Howard, he's not 
normally shooting jump shots from that range, but it's not natural right. for him just anyways. Right. It would be interesting if we could set it up proportionally to where our hand equaled like Dwight Howard's hand shooting a free throw with a rim and everything. So it's all like the ratios, right? Mm -hmm. And see how we do. It'd really be interesting because yeah. I've shot with a smaller ball on the basketball rim. And I'll tell you, it feels weird as heck in your hand. Yeah. It doesn't feel right. You got to play let, with it a little bit. But let me ask you, does it feel weird because it's not your normal, the normal size of the ball itself? No, it feels like that ball's too small and I don't have control over it like I'm Fair enough. You know what I mean? Because your hands spread out in a jump shot for a guy my size with my size mm -hmm. hands. Your hands spread out pretty good. When you put a volleyball in there or something, it's just it's not the pinkies and thumbs start to come around and it's just a different yeah. situation. You know, it's like a I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like shooting versus versus tossing, right? So like Shaq, Shaq, um, I remember watching a video. And I remember they were telling him to, you know, if you shoot it, you put too much force. Think of it as you're tossing the ball. So that's why he make that that hesitant notion. And then he like kind of like he's trying to toss it in instead of shoot it. When he shot, when he would shoot it, he would like hit brick and it goes everywhere. But when he was tossing it, that's what he was making because he's so big. His hands are so big. Like you yeah. said, BJ, it's, it's like, like him a holding a volleyball, him trying to yeah. shoot a volleyball. So I'm going to get back to football um, before. I was about to say, yeah. do we pick so shitty that we are not allowed to talk about our college? No, we're not, we're, we're allowed to talk about it. But before, okay, we, I was wondering. before we talk about our picks, I want to play a little game first. Uh, oh, here we go. Because we got to hit this. Is this, your, is this your unidentified stat thing where we pick the X and the Y and then the thing? No, 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 no. That, okay. That later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> i know uh -oh. you like those things yeah so i don't know okay my voice computer apparently was hacked anyways um so i i kind of went through some you know the conferences you know i'm not telling you who they are trying to figure out this who the best it. conference is this is exactly what i said it is <laughs> some kind of unnamed stat where it's either x or it's y i just told you this, this is exactly what i said so but but based on this who's the best conference you got you got a conference that's um you got two conferences that are actually have over 500 records against Power Five teams. Um, one actually has more wins because they've played more games against Power Five. Um, but another, you have another conference that actually has a better record against just FBS, just in general. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you right now, I, I did all ten conferences. So I, all this is is a dad asking a question that already know he already knows the answer to. Okay. Okay, which yeah, that's, is all, that's all he's doing. Okay. Um, no, you're just trying to prove a point that some shitty conference that has better numbers should have a better position in the playoffs than they are going to have. Okay. What, what <laughs> conference do you think? What conference do you think I'm trying to identify? <sighs> I mean, I'm looking at conference. I, I don't think you're doing Homer stuff. I don't think this is a Michigan. It might be a Cincinnati thing, though. Okay. Well, who are they? What, the AAC? Yeah, they're the American. Yeah. American. Uh, if I could, well, are we guessing which conference I've, is which? I'm thinking Cincinnati, the AAC is conference C. No? Yeah, and, and by the way, this was all based on BJ's bullshit last week. It's like, well, it's all about who you play in the non-conference, because when you're in the conference, you beat up on <laughs> each other. <laughs> it's, it's true. You, you, when you play in the SEC, you're going to get your ass kicked at some point, either physically or lose a game. It's just going to happen. Yeah. 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 Just don't shit the bed like Penn State did. <laughs> oh, shit <Damn>. the bed. <laughs> Illinois? <gasps> I, against the, the Michigan transfer Brandon Peters of all teams. Oh, they just got the business all the way around. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm curious to know what what conference I is. I want if I could conference I. So just for the people who who um, aren't on YouTube and they'll just listen to this conference I is 24 and seven against the FBS non conference. 
six and five against the power five, one and two against the top 25, and they haven't played a game against a team in the top 10 yet. That's the AAC. Okay. I'm thinking that's the AAC because they haven't played, you said, non-conference record versus top 10. I'm trying to think of how many conference games Cincinnati had because that would be record versus top 10. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this is all non-conference stats. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I just looked at that. I should probably look all the way over to the side of the screen. <laughs> Reading, that's <laughs> fundamental. No, it's not. You just can infer shit. It's fine. Um, so, doing you going with a conference I is the best conference? Is it a conference I have conference D from a from a percentage standpoint? Look at okay, you're you're like fifty. I mean, you're at five hundred when it comes. Well, you're like one and two, so you won one and you lost one. No, you won and two. Wait, damn, my math is wrong. Long day. <laughs> it's late. Um, yeah. So. It's, for me, it's either Conference I or Conference D. Conference D uh, against FBS, 25 wins, 11 losses. Against uh, Power 5, is 8 wins, 6 losses. Against Top 25, they're 1-6. And then against uh, Top 10, they're 0-3. Uh, they are no good against ranked teams. Right. As, as a whole. As a whole, right. There's one, mm. there's three wins, four, five, five wins against ranked teams. I'm, I'm just looking at the Top 25 because that includes all the ranked yeah. yeah. Mm. That's not very good. Yeah. It, it could be worse. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll just do this for, for all of us. All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Conference I is the SEC. Ah. Conference D is the Big Ten. So, and then all oh, the other yeah. conferences are just shitty. <laughs> so you're just proving my point. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for all that legwork, Adam. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Because, like, then I don't have to be like, no, they're great because of this. I can be like, just watch the podcast. There's numbers and shit. <laughs> it's, mathematically like, yeah. it's mathematically proven. It's mathematically proven. But, yeah, what I uh, noticed uh, going doing this exercise, and, again, this is all just kind of BJ's bullshit. Um, is that the, the wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it is no longer bullshit. <laughs> it, it's the, it's it's the truth. But, I mean, just how bad – the ACC is. Excuse me. Mm. You have to not, you, instead of saying BJ's bullshit, you just have to say the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so the, the ACC, I mean, has, has played is 21 and 20 and 11 against just teams in, in the FBS. And that mm. includes teams from like the Sun Belt, includes teams from the MAC. Um, against Power Five schools, they're five and nine. Like when they go at a conference against a decent team, they're going to lose. And let's see. And the Pac-12 is even worse. The Pac-12 against Power 5 is 3-7. and seven. So are you telling me that Alabama – why is Alabama, the SEC, non-conference versus top 10? They haven't played anybody in the top 10? Nope. That's poor. Mm-hmm. And – yeah, you know, and see, and that's the thing. So the the way the ranking, the way ESPN does their does their kind of their stat is where you played them, what they were ranked when you played them. So like UCLA would get credit for being a highly ranked LSU team because they were highly ranked at the time. Wow, wow. Yeah, this, this is pulling out what they're ranked now, like who they actually are instead of who, what they were when you beat them. And so yeah, the the SEC, the SEC they've played three games against the top twenty five in the in non conference. Three. I'm telling you, they got they got to play each other. That shit's tough. Who saw old Mids coming like a lightning bolt? Who saw Arkansas playing as tough as they do? They are falling off. But boy, the early <laughs> season. Me, Arkansas and I in the early season were a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, that Arkansas is a great example. Arkansas got got credit for beating Texas. Where's Texas now? Mm-hmm. So, that has a lot of work to do. Yeah, and, and and that's my point is you, you'll see you you have this happen pretty much every year. It's normally Mississippi State. Like they'll beat a highly ranked team that at the end of the season they'll be like six and six, but they got credit for beating a highly ranked team. Yeah. But. <laughs> 
okay. You, you, we whiffed on the rankings. You shouldn't get credit for that. Preseason rankings, they shouldn't even do anything to like third week. And that's what I like. Third or fourth what, week. I like what uh, they do for the for the football, for the playoff rankings. Yeah. What week is it? Seven? It's next Six? week. It's next it's week. week yeah. eight. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like so it. You get, a, you get a feel for just how good the team is. Right. Instead of having to try to jump to a conclusion and then they get their butt whipped by somebody next week. Yeah. You get a jump to conclusion map. Yeah. What movie is that from? Office Space. Oh, my God. I'm mad that I asked that. I apologize to everybody for asking that. Jeez. So, but now that, now that we have the, the little spreadsheet up, we will do our, our not so horrible as our NFL picks. Um, I'll call oh, it that's, that's right. Not so horrible. Yeah, not, not so bad. Um, so I've got 20 wins. BJ and Dorian have 17 wins. That's bullshit. There's you're saying no I'm way he's 29. He's deleting stuff. I have to watch. Jimmy, I'm going to have to rewatch the podcast. I'm trying to figure out if he's lying. Or not. Hey, go, go for it. Go for it. Um, so the, one of the games we're going to pick this week, um, BJ's already picked. It's the Florida Georgia game. BJ's Damn, already I picked said, that weeks ago. <laughs> yes, you did. Dang it. That was a mistake. I'm going to give you a chance right now to nope. change your mind. No, nope. okay. I told you. I've said twice on this podcast I'm not flipping picks. Okay. Not doing. I'm not Steve Smith. Oh, shit. Don't. Please don't hear that. That was BJ Thomas. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Um, I I believe if AR 15 starts, I think that the game will be closer than expected. But Georgia. Do you really think he can do anything against that Georgia defense? Um, These these are severe rivalry games. These are like top level hatred. The fan base hates each other. I mean, they get along for most of the year, but these couple days around this game, I don't think they really like each other. Yeah, yeah, so and, like, and you know, with rivalry games, it's like weird shit always happens. Like something weird always weird happens. shit. So, yeah, but I picked Georgia to win, but but I don't think that they'll cover. You don't think they're going to cover the fourteen point spread? No, I think it's going to be closer. Uh, I think it'll be closer. I think maybe. I think maybe 10, if anything, but I think it's going to be close to what people think. How confident are you in in your pick? Uh, Of beating the spread? Yeah. I am $10 confident that Georgia's going to beat that spread. I was talking to Dorian. Oh, oh, Dorian. No, 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 no. I'm not a betting well, man. I'm, I'm not talking well, at all. No, you like to ruin people's lives with Dora Domus, but you can't bet 10 <laughs> bucks on a football game. I mean, that's more shit. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Soft. Next. Ne- 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 next <laughs> is the, the pooping toddler versus Ohio State. Um, Ohio State's an 18 and a half point favorite over Penn State. Keep in mind, keep in mind, James Franklin did a press conference today where he uh, mistook Illinois for Ohio State at least three times, called the horseshoe in Columbus the big house, which is in Ann Arbor. Dang. So, you, you, you know, his head's really into this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, they pull their head out of their ass. He just, <laughs> just got out of his ass. So, I mean, he's going to take a minute to catch up. <laughs> BJ, who you're picking? I really want Penn State to beat Ohio State for more chaos. Well, that more makes chaos. two of us, but just more for chaos. different reasons. Um, I'm just not sure it's going to happen. If you're saying James Franklin's deflated, I don't know what the, I don't think the players are going to be in top shape. I don't think he's mentally. deflated. I think he's distracted. I think he's you know trying to negotiate his contract for Baton Rouge. He doesn't deserve that, does he? No, does it matter? No, I mean, Lane does Sarkeesian deserve coaching. a head coaching job in Texas? Does well, Lane I mean, Kiffin de- deserve it, a head coaching de- job in Mississippi? It depends on if he's if the sororities are cool with him being around. <laughs> <laughs> not my fault he did it hey we, we just we're just spitting truth here yeah I, I, yeah so what i mean can those police cover up a couple of duis a year sure hey they do they do it in, in waco for baylor so why not and they do I it mean, everywhere man it'd be i'm about to say it'd be easier to list the places <laughs> that they don't 
right. shit. Baylor does the Liberty way where they, they blame the rape victims for being raped. Exactly. Mm. You said rape right. twice in one show. Watch I know. It. Hey, Watch did, it. Did, did, y'all, did y'all see that story that came out a couple of days ago? What? Where what happened the, now? The Liberty University, you know, Jerry Falwell's university. Oh. Um, if a woman reports that she was raped, she is suspended out of school because she's the one that had sex with a male. Oh, my God. Did they kick her in the vagina on the way out? <laughs> No, like here, I'm gonna hoof you in the front, but have how backwards can you be? Oh man, they, they had great Christian school up there. <laughs> I feel like there should be a law where, like, if some of these people like uh mention Jesus, they should be punched in the face immediately because well, they don't, they can't grasp any of his teachings or anything he actually right. did. It's just some like this mythical Republican AR tote Jesus. It's so crazy. Well, like, here's the thing. like, Jesus got a crew cut, no beard now. Like, what the fuck, man. <laughs> Well, Liberty is not the only school that does this. I mean, there have been reports that BYU does crap like that, that Baylor would do stuff like that. Look, well, I know we have a listener in Utah, so I, <laughs> and I don't want to get the mafia after me. So, <laughs> but the Mormon look, mafia. Look, I don't, I don't know how these women can raise their sons in an institution that basically sanctions rape yeah like because if you if you don't do anything about it you're complicit yeah so like if a girl calls me if a girl comes up to me says i've just been raped i feel like compelled to do something for that person and i don't even know them right administrators uh people in the church and they won't do anything about it people you've been around your whole life for years in the case of administrators or teachers like oh my god i just oh I, i saw a documentary and they were talking about you know the the uh, Mormons and stuff like that. And someone who left the faith said that in like, if a husband forces himself onto a wife, uh, to his wife, they don't consider it rape. It was like, you're his property. Like if you don't give it to him, he should take it. Like they encourage the husbands to like, Hey, if, if your wife doesn't give unto you, you take from her. That's the Donald Trump method. That's crazy. No, and and mm. I'm not, not trying to make a Republican joke. Like there was the stories that he would rape his wife and he went like, no, he's not. She's my wife. Speaking of sexual, predators who's gonna win this game (laughs) (laughs) that's called a segue with a a hammer though (laughs) you got got pedo state and you got um, (laughs) (laughs) if you don't stop it you're complicit that's why we make these jokes penn state it's gonna be hey ohio state ohio state knew about it too they have somebody in congress that knew about it and kept it going yeah oh but he's a politician he's a good man uh, wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hey, look, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't go after. I can't say shit about the Mormons and like conservative Republicans same podcast. Like, I was. I kind of enjoyed doing the podcast. I'd like to do a couple more before they assassinate. <laughs> By choking me with magic underwear. Anyway. Uh. I'm gonna go Ohio State. Ba- You're going I'm gonna go Ohio, Ohio State. State based on their geographical knowledge and uh, athletic ability. Yes, we'll <laughs> go with that. They know the names of things and where people are, and they actually know they're playing Penn State this week. So I'm gonna go Ohio State to cover. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Ohio State too. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like every time the past five or six years, whenever Ohio State has played Penn State, it's been close. I mean, back I think it was 2016. We Penn State won. We just talked about rivalry games. We just yeah. mentioned this. Yeah. Something about them. I don't see this game being close just because oh. I I don't see Franklin oh. like even paying attention. 
I'm going with Ohio State. So the the next game on our list is Mississippi and Auburn. Auburn's a two and a half point favorite. Damn, that's gonna be a good game. I can't believe they have the way that Ole Miss has been playing. <laughs> Auburn's favorite. It, it's in Jordan Harris. If that's got anything. To do oh it. no, it's because of Bo Nix. That's what it is. Oh yeah, Bo <laughs> Nix and Jordan Harris. That's yeah. That's it. Game over. <laughs> um, I think Lane Kiffin's little uh, party's gonna continue. Take a Mississippi. I, I think they might be headed to the fourth spot. Okay. What if they beat it? Oh man, they, they can't. Oh, they can't even play Alabama. Can they? They've already they're played them the and West. got their ass kicked. Yeah, but they can't yeah. play in the uh, SEC championship. The nope. in the West. Nope. No, they need Alabama to lose again right. for them to get into the SEC championship. Oh boy, Georgia, uh, you got, you got, <laughs> Old Miss needs some heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, may uh, I'm gonna go with Auburn. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be close, but I think I think Auburn probably win by like a field goal or something. Yeah, I'm going with Auburn. Um, BJ said it best. It's Bo Nix. It's yeah. Bo Nix at home. Bo yeah, Nix no. on the road is horrible, but Bo Nix at home <laughs> is just magic. Gotta love Bo Nix, baby. It's just it's something something weird. Like I don't know if it's like he gets the extra special collard greens when he's at when he's at home or what it is. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Bo knows. Yeah, at home. <laughs> so and. and we're going to do the game that I don't want to pick, but I, we kind of have to. Uh-oh. Michigan versus Michigan State. Ooh. BJ? <laughs> Rivalry games. Oh, man. Uh, you should be nervous. Too many things. It's just weird. Like, I love watching <laughs> rivalry games, even games that don't have anybody, no, you know, no dog in the fight. It's, um, I'm going to say Michigan. I feel like this is Michigan's year to stay undefeated here, power through, and get to Ohio State. Jordan? <laughs> um, I have a feeling that Michigan State is going to make this game ugly. It's a four and a half point um, game spread with Michigan being favored. Yeah, I'll say this: I I want Michigan to win, but I got a feeling Michigan State is going to mm. is going to pull it out. Mm. Going with Sparty? Yeah, because they're they're feisty, man, and it's like it's going to be a good game. But I, but, mo- but I'm going with Sparty. This is the most meaningful game between the two of them in a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. So and BJ actually made my point for me. I'm going with Sparty. Um. It's a rivalry game. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> you're, do, you're doing it to prevent the juju. That's all you're doing. Bullshit. Dude, anybody that's listening, anybody that's listening, don't believe a fucking thing he's about to say. It's all about it's all about preventing the bad juju by picking Michigan. That's all it is. Dude, this game this game's in Spartan Stadium. Okay. Jeremy Homo has never beaten a top ten team on the road. The two times he's beaten a top ten team was when Jordan Lewis made a phenomenal interception against Wisconsin. And um, Richard Sherman was lined up at right receiver for Harbaugh back in Sanford. Mm. So, and the, the, like I said, it's in Spartan Stadium where Desmond was tripped back in 1990. Any Michigan fan will tell you that. Allegedly. Spartan, no, no allegedly, but I look, <laughs> look up the damn replay. <laughs> um, Footage is grainy. I, all I can see, I can only see in HD now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, hey, you, you, saw that, that, you saw that crappy defensive holding, uh, defensive uh, PI call last week. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um i think it was like it was 2000 where spartan bob put a second back on the clock because he could to let michigan state score so oh i think i remember that game yeah <laughs> all you had to do oh. is sur- all you had to do is survive a second I mean geez so I, and see he's heard about that game that there was no comment no nothing that just fell flat nah. I, I love jokes yeah. that just like hit like a sack of potato <laughs> nah, but it just it Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State's always weird, weird game, and that's why I'm just, I'm going with Sparty because it's it's in Spartan Stadium where weird yeah. shit happens. Even though Michigan State has not played a team with a winning record all season. Adam said all that to say this: no juju, no bad juju. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I don't blame you. What's yeah. what's Doradama say? No, nah, I'm not gonna do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do that the, to you, man. It's the only football <laughs> game there's like two football games he's got this year, and you're about to ruin one of them. <laughs> man, I won't. I won't do that to you, AK. Since we're about to switch gears, I know we're probably about to take a break, but holy moly, those Lions play really hard and they get nothing out of it. It's tough no. to watch. It's really tough to watch. I feel bad for them. Yeah, it's not like some of these other losing teams that have been around where they're just all garbage. Nobody cares anymore. They're trying. They are playing football, and it's just not panning out for them. Yeah, we, we were at SeaWorld all day, and we'll take a break and get to the NFL in a second, but we were at SeaWorld on Sunday, and my phone was blowing up, and people were talking about Dan Campbell. I was like, I would run through a wall for that man. He is the greatest coach ever. I'm like, did they win? What the hell happened? <laughs> oh, wait, they're down by a point. Look, <laughs> look just because Tony Robbins can give you some tingles when he starts to motivate you doesn't mean he's a good football coach. So I think Dan Campbell might be like the Tony Robbins of football coach. All right. I'm going to ask this question. He will get you to run. He will get you to run through a minivan, but he probably won't win a football game. for So I'm going to ask this question real quick. So those, these outcomes of the Lions losing, how much of the blame can you put on Jared Goff? Because because some of the games because I because last game there were certain throws that he could have made and did. It seems like as much as he can take. <laughs> like, yeah, they're just dumping I'm, on that kid. Yeah, I'm gonna put some, probably sixty percent of the blame on him. I mean, he he's top ten in passing yards this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's also top ten in interceptions. By far. Yeah. Get that James thing going. I like it. So, but on, on that note, we'll get to the Lions here in the NFL segment, but we'll take a quick break. Previously on Sandlot Sports. So we'll move on to the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> and so th- this is the team that's interesting because if you listen to ESPN or you listen to Fox or anyone else you know, that does NFL breakdown, you would think that the, Ch- the Chiefs are going to go 14-3 or 15-2. You think that Patrick Mahomes is going to own the league and you're going to throw for 6,000 yards and they're just going to run up and down the field and outscore everyone. That's the best financial case scenario for them. Yeah, but, but the problem is, is, I know on this podcast specifically, we've called at least five games where they've got a really good chance of losing, if not more. And it starts week one. Yeah. I mean, that game against Cleveland is no joke. Absolutely. And also too, I mean, te- I mean, we, what we gave them, what maybe, well, we didn't do them, but I mean, if you look at the schedule, I mean, if you looked uh, during the preseason and how Josh Allen's been playing, I can see them easily losing that game to Buffalo. Oh yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, l- let's be realistic. Okay. So even if they get by Cleveland, Baltimore always, plays them tough and herbert is is in year two he's coming okay yeah he's coming and then the philly who's philly's quarterback again now is it, is it still hurts might be Minshew. <laughs> uh, uncle uncle rico <laughs> and has, has he taken a shit yet in the past month <laughs> i think he finally will now <laughs> want to see me throw a ball over that mountain <laughs> <laughs> rocket propelled <laughs> but i mean but look That's at the look at the middle of their schedule buffalo you know as we, as we mentioned josh allen is no joke now tennessee dealing with with king henry green bay and then dallas and alternating weeks i mean there's a, a rough section that's a rough yeah. one more sandlot sports follow us on facebook at sandlot sports and on twitter at podcast sandlot and we're back Okay, so BJ, I know that you don't believe in God. I know you're an atheist. I fully respect that. Completely agree. I but hope you're I, going somewhere with this. You just have our audience again. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, but d- d- does the existence of a devil 
prove that there's an existence of a god. Uh, you got to believe. You have to believe in the first bullshit to believe in the second bullshit. Okay. So no. Okay, and that's fine. But can we agree that Joe Flacco signed a deal with the devil or some kind of incarnation of that? <laughs> oh no, I think he frequents strip clubs or something and sees people in them that should not be in them. And he's like, hey, you'll need a backup quarterback next year, won't you? <laughs> no, but ever ever since he won that Super Bowl, he has done shit, and the <laughs> NFL gods have punished him for it. I wonder if it's the arm talent. I wonder if it's the fact that the dude can chuck a ball. Like he can. Joe Flacco's got a cannon. Yeah, yeah. but like he's I, gonna, But he's now on the second set with the Jets after leaving the Eagles. Maybe they got some hail mary plans for him. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What do you want him to say? He's, he's been. He fell apart in Baltimore and has been trash ever since. Ever since he signed that contract. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's on a deal with the I devil. Try, try not to call players trash. We are talking about Joe Flacco here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. When I go to type Joe Flacco's name in my phone, my autocorrect changes his last name. I, I want to change it, but I kind of don't. Because instead of Joe Flacco, it always comes out as Joe Flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been teaching your autocorrect, bro? <laughs> it's google it does its own thing i don't know oh, we're just making sure <laughs> um but yeah, we gotta remember google's own thing is our thing <laughs> yeah yeah I'll just and, and i i go back to the experiment where they they created a, a twitter bot one time to act like people and it was just kind of just it would take reactions from from around from whoever would react to it and it would start as a blank slate and within a day it was a racist jackass mm. America. Yep. America. <laughs> um, but if we're going to talk about a quarterback who's struggling, that we can leave Joe Flacid and me Flacco out. Um, we can talk about Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> and what we knew they of, were going to struggle. Kind of sick of talking about him. Be honest with you. Call yeah. me back when something happy happened. This has been sad. That was the best offensive football to watch. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Every, every week, fireworks. Now it's just like, you're wasting Travis Kelsey. <laughs> and what is the difference between last year and this year? Uh, they did not contribute anything to their defense and found older players on their offensive line coming from run-blocking teams. So you're saying that an investment in the offensive line is the way, way to protect your investment? No, no, no. You give it all to the quarterback. Oh, okay. How's that give working? Give it all out? to the quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, not very well. We called it yeah. we called it early yeah. this year that the offensive you watched the Super Bowl and Patrick was abused. He was never steady yeah. the whole game and um never comfortable. And you're starting to see some of that. Yeah. yeah. And what the other thing that I'm seeing is a lot of the fancy kind of show off he plays that he would make like the no look passes or the throw across his body we're getting tipped we're, now they're getting tipped now they're getting tipped. people are people are in the area yeah, and right. he learned he learned that bad habits and was never for, forced out of them because it worked there was a there was a, a quote or something i can't remember who said it so forgive me but it was basically um there's no i think it was tony romo said there's no better spy than nfl defense yeah like mm -hmm. they will figure you out yep. it's coming yep. once they get tape on you it's just a matter of time and you have to adjust you got to do something different <laughs> and the good so, teams the good teams are the ones that do it in the half of the game that it's happening mm -hmm. when a defense has got a beat they go in at halftime and they come out and drop 14 quick points like oh what did you do what what was this and those are the ones that make the great well, adjustments the great and teams. i, I and we've seen this game before, maybe not to the level of Mahomes, 
But we've seen this with Kaepernick. We saw this with Vic. We've seen this even with like flash in the pan quarterbacks, like even Derek Anderson, mm-hmm. where they, they'll they'll pop up and they'll be great. And then the defenses will figure them out. People talk about, you know, Kaepernick and all of his other stuff. And we can always get to that. But people also forget that Kaepernick was um, was on the bench because people had figured his game out. Yeah. You know, and there was a stretch. He he was one incomplete pass away from winning a Super Bowl to being benched because his game, he never progressed his game. And I'm seeing the same with Mahomes. With the young quarterback, I'm putting on the coaching staff. Yeah. Now, the question is, could he do other things? Was he capable of doing these other things? We don't know. We never saw it. Maybe they saw something in practice. But if he is capable, then it's up to the coaching staff to find a way to make that happen. Yep. Right. So, so impact- and this is not so- a Kaepernick thing. It's not like a right. all-hail support Kaepernick thing. It's not. But the fact of the matter is when a young quarterback doesn't advance, I got to say he didn't have the good, some good coaching in place. I'm not trying to remove responsibility from him, but it's not his. Solely, solely so the key in, point there. Go ahead. Right. So in, I was saying, so in Patrick Mahomes' case, like, is it more on Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid? Like, okay, all right, we have to do some type of shifting or maybe go deeper into the playbook. Because- no, I don't think so. It's racehorse. Those they have racehorse. This is a this is a GM thing. Why did you not acquire the offensive linemen to keep these guys protected? Mm-hmm. Even even with an offense like Tyree, Miko Hardman, Travis Kelsey, and whatever running back they decided to insert at any minute. They're unstoppable. They are literally unstoppable. Mm. If they're standing up, if Patrick's standing up mm. and he's not, he's pressured, he's moved off his spot. It's been like this all season. It's just like it wasn't, it's not as bad as it was in the Super Bowl, but it, it didn't get much better. So he's going to have to restructure his contract in order for him to fix the offensive line. And they can't fix uh, it. They can't do it this year. Why? Mm. Because you, you, you're not going to be able to sign quality free agents mid-season. Oh, no. Yeah, this season. I thought you meant this coming off. When you say this year, referring yeah. to a contract, I usually think the offseason sorry no this season's done unless they who you're going to trade yeah your defense is so terrible you have to score points so you can't trade anybody of your offense any one of your offensive players and how many of your defensive players have any value right none frank clark is just eating that con he gobbled that contract up 100 million dollars nothing he's doing this yeah Yeah. (laughs) no that, no, I don't do that. that. That represents production. <laughs> don't do that. That's production. I like you do this, right? When, when my boy does that, he is eating. So, uh, yeah, please, that represents production. But no, like that that's a tough contract to swallow up because that's basically, you know, the equivalent of your defensive quarterback and as far as a contract number with no production. Yep. That's like four players, yeah. four, four contributing factors on a defense that could probably do something. And it's a hard cap league. Yeah. I know I keep saying it, but yeah. it's it's the truth. Oh, yeah, because if it was an NBA situation with the luxury tax, y'all would dead. Every <laughs> year, Jerry would kill you. Jerry yeah. would kill every one of you. Your favorite <laughs> player would be on the Dallas Cowboys. You would be a Cowboys fan by default. <laughs> yeah, but He would definitely turn into George Steinberg of the NFL. <laughs> Three Super Bowls in four years the last time there. But honestly, that's that's why the NFL did it the way they did, because they knew that people like Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft would just buy championships. Yeah, they're going to Steinbrenn their way to like 15. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> I mean, you, you can like it or not. That's that's why they did it. And mm-hmm. now you're, you're stuck. And when you when you're spending 20 percent of one player, you cannot in another. It's just you're done. You're killing you're killing your ability to grow. You're killing your you're not gonna be able to breed any talent and you're not gonna be able to infuse your roster with any meaningful free agent. I'm not even talking about like the top five that get these massive contracts like Frank Clark and screw your whole system up. 
I'm talking about like useful free agents, con- yeah. you know, contributing players that are solid that didn't cost you. You got them for market values. When you're getting it. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a scary thought, but it's true. The Chiefs may not make the playoffs this year. I know they're only a game out. What helps on the horizon? There isn't any. There's no help. <clears throat> they would have to do, like I said, the tr- a trade is the only way out. Unless they can free agent magic, somebody they've been paying attention to for a couple of years that's not signed to a team, maybe they need help. Yeah, but they need help in more than just one spot. I can't tell you how many shots of Tyron Matthews sitting in the defensive backfield like this. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all he's done this year. He's yeah. done, and the safety play has been terrible. Sorensen Cat, he's toast every yeah. time. If there's anybody, tight end, wide receiver, toasty. And see, that's the thing. Like, even when the Colts were doing their thing, their, their defense was bad. The offense could keep up. Peyton mm-hmm. could get that offense to at least have the games competitive. That game on Sunday was not competitive at all. It was no. over by the first quarter. That defense was never bad because it always had Dwight Freeman. <clears throat> yep. Well, true. Yeah. I'm just Syracuse guys. Sorry, I had to do it. But I mean, teams would play the Colts, and they would know they would have to score. Right. Yeah. No choice. Yeah. So you, you knew a punt was a loss. So they, they would they would try to press a little bit more, and that's what would a lot of them do that. Kansas City, okay, they scored three points. Three. One, two, three against Tennessee. Derrick Henry outscored them himself. That doesn't work. No. No. I mean, you know what? It's only going to get colder, and Derrick Henry's only going to continue to kill people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever caught it? Is your guys ever caught a football when it's like 30 degrees out? It hurts. It feels hurts. Like you're ca- feels like you're catching a brick. Yeah. yeah. Imagine getting hit by Derrick Henry. No. I have kids. Yeah. I want to remember them. What is a football? Exactly. Like a pound? Two pounds? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. It's like 130. Yeah. That's 130 football hitting yeah. you at 20 miles an hour intentionally. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm telling you. That's why I like basketball. That's why I like playing basketball. <laughs> I like, yeah, I'll play flag football too. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Derek Henry is just a beast of a man. And he definitely deserves to be called King Henry. Yeah. I remember when was Jacobs in the league? The uh, early, oh, like, oh, five, six, seven, something like that. Who? Oh, Brandon oh, Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. I, he was I'm like, sorry. I thought I could refer to him with his last name only. Yeah. Well, Jacobs. I thought said Jacob's son. That's why I was confused. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I no, said... no, no. Brandon Jacobs, it was, he was on the Giants uh, mid-2000s. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember being in a friend's house, super stoned, and the camera, like, pans over to him. And my friend and I just looked at him like, that guy's huge. Like, yeah. <laughs> she is huge. Yeah. Like, he's th- and I just can't imagine tackling that. Yeah. Right. Derek Henry is a defensive end playing running back. But who enjoys the, hitting people? Enjoys hitting people. <laughs> it, what blows me away are his feet. For somebody yeah. that big to have those little shuffling feet that he's got, like man, that's a gift. And he's had to work on obviously. when they when they went wildcat on Sunday and he threw the touchdown pass. It got me thinking. What if he actually had good form throwing? Oh, I was so nervous because he took the ball <laughs> and he had this super long wind up, and I'm like, no, Derek, you're quicker. <laughs> like that. Just like that, Larry. Like, I mean, what if that's the one thing he works on the saucies? You know, be able to throw five passes a, a year. Just and be back in the wildcat. You know, you just throw a, a, a quick out. How would you stop them? You wouldn't. Or flamethrower. <laughs> just go out there and burn every one of them. I really don't have any answers for that. I mean, it, if, you don't, play, if you don't play it like he's going to run, he'll score. Yeah. Right. And if you Absolutely. play like he's going to pass, he's going to throw, or he's going to run, he's going to throw it. So I, there's no that's what I'm saying. Lose, I mean, lose all across the board. I'm not saying line him up a quarterback the entire time. Don't don't tell no, me. No, that. no, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when when they're down there, you know, you know, five yard line or in, you line them up on the wildcat, and if there's a 
threat of him actually throwing it accurately, you're done. Yeah, you might as well just go. No. There's the end zone. Go. Just nothing you can don't do. hit me. Nothing yeah, you but, can do. Yeah, but uh, Vrabel, his his mindset is: look, I put uh, uh, King Henry in the Wildcat. I like my chances with King Henry over any defensive end. I mean, any defensive end or defensive tackle, unless it's Aaron Donald. That would be interesting to see. But okay, well, let me let me ask you this though: whereas they're currently constructed, is Tennessee the best team in the AFC, or is it somebody else? It's only going to get colder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's harder to throw the football in some of these weather, these conditions that he's going to play in. Like if he has to go to Buffalo in the playoffs, no, that's the wrong guy. I don't <laughs> want Derrick Henry to come into Buffalo in the playoffs. Let's go to Tennessee. Yeah. It's like 20 degrees warmer. Like, yeah. no, that running the football with that ability, man, that's, that's tough in December. That is really mm-hmm. tough. People are going to be real sore after those games. Mm-hmm. And his breakaway speed is, is so impressive. Like, as soon as he gets one cut out, like, he's outrunning defensive backs. And he's, like, 6'4", 260 pounds. 247, I think, something like that. 237, oh. 247, something like that. Still, Still. I mean... <laughs> okay. Well, let, let me let me pose the question a different way. Do you trust Ryan Tannehill to win an uh, AFC championship game? Yes. If Derrick Henry can shoulder the burden, keep moving that football, Tannehill's look pretty darn good here recently. Okay. Play action, man. Play play action's the son of a gun, especially when you, like we're saying that it's not like a Alvin Kamara play action. Yeah. One linebacker can go grab Alvin Kamara. A good yeah. NF, a good NFL linebacker can go up there and get it. That's not happening with Derrick Henry. Right. He's gonna bounce off that first one, stiff arm or run him over. There's like so many options. Go around him, right. through him, under him, tunnel. I don't know. But like right. He can do all of these things and then just stiff arm the second guy that comes to take off. And it's like, what, what are you doing? He's a freak show. So, yeah, I think Derrick Henry being healthy is going to make Tannehill an AFC championship quarterback. Okay. So so as of right now, now granted we're only about halfway through the season, you're saying that Tennessee is going to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. It looks like it right now is my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Who are they playing on the other side? <laughs> BJ doesn't want to jinx it. Say <laughs> <laughs> it. Cowboy, Cowboys. Um, well, you know what? I can do the bullshit ESPN thing. I'll say, you know, the Bucks are the defending champion until further notice. <laughs> to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's true. That's true. So that's what I'm going to say. Um, the Bucks okay. are the defending Super Bowl champion until further notice. Fair enough. Uh, you know, Mister, you know, you know, hey, Super Douche Open and Gravy is not going to have anything to say about it. I don't know. The douche level like rises each week. I mean, come on, man. Are you serious? I own you. I've always owned you. Mm, I don't. That mustache, that haircut, and then saying that. He just needs a Camaro. Get any more douchey? That's all he needs a Camaro. That's it. In boat shoes. (laughs) With no socks for those stinking ass feet. (laughs) Man. Um. It's just it's hard to see anybody if the road has to go through Tampa, which it seems if it may, it's gonna be tough to to beat Tom Brady, man. Well, right now, if the playoffs started right now, and obviously that's a big if, the road to the Super Bowl would not go through Tampa; it go through Arizona. Oh, see, that's right. Oh, I totally forgot about the Cardinals, and they picked up Zach Ertz, which uh, looks like it's gonna pay off. Um, kind of hurt me in fantasy, but whatever. Um. I tried to. I don't give a shit. I tried to give you a tight end. I tried to give you the tight end, and uh, you didn't want it. I mean, Goddard did okay. The, the yeah. tight end. The <laughs> tight end. The brother of Jason Kelsey. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Let's just say I'm glad I didn't I, I didn't make that trade because Cooper Cup been kicking ass with me this year, man. Shout outs to Cooper. Yeah, oh, I, I, have, I have Christian now, but <laughs> <laughs> made that made that trade still one four in a row. Yeah. So and during that goes back to what we we're talking about in the last segment about you know the Rams and and that Detroit game. I mean the Rams just out-talented the Lions severely. I mean, pretty much at every position, the Rams were better, were more talented. And the Lions were in it because Dan Campbell has balls of steel. <laughs> I mean, to go, yeah. like, in the first quarter to have an onside kick and then get it, don't get the third down conversion, and then have a fake punt on the possession you got the onside kick on. <laughs> you know, he literally has yeah. nothing to lose, right? Yeah. Like he's, yeah. He's already lost a bunch. There's nothing else Done. No, you might as well just onside the kick to start the game, start the fuckery early. Yeah, I'm not even ragging on your Lions anymore. I feel bad for them. They're playing hard. Yeah, hard. Well, I've been talking to some to some of our listeners on on Twitter and going back and forth about the Lions, and and I, basically what I said was they need to keep going where they're going. Yes, they're 0 and 7. Yes, it, things are bad, but we knew things were going to be bad. We were just kind of hoping that Goff would have something. Clearly, he doesn't. What they what they need to do is keep going with the foundation that they're going, build the offensive line because that's that's key, as we've established earlier today. They have some weapons, maybe sign a free agent quarterback. You know, there's going to be some decent ones floating around out there. You know, as, as long as it's not Sam Darnold, because that went by the wayside quickly. Um, <clears throat> oh, man, that <laughs> that's was depressing. A, oh, that's like one of those summer mm-hmm. storms where you're like, damn it, all the lightning, everything, it rains for 15 minutes, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Sam. <laughs> damn. Oh, damn. So, so what was the problem in New York? Was it Darnold or was it Gase? Mm. Yeah, it seems like a both. dysfunctional marriage. Yeah. 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 Both you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, and I, I don't know what Carolina's going to do because Christian can't do it all. That, I, that I he the, cannot. Yeah, I know that I was. Uh, I was reading that uh, Carolina is in the sweepstakes for Deshaun Watson now. <laughs> At first, they were like, no, nah, we're good. And I went, um, let's revisit that. So, uh, all right. So, what can we make of this? Teams are interested. Something is up. Their teams would not be interested in this man if there was something that was going to be happening in the court system. Yeah. Did the, did the organization try to defame this man? Or, excuse me, did the organization successfully defame this man? Mm. I, I, I can't say either way. It's starting to feel weird. I do not see a multi-billion dollar organization going after somebody to lead their football team that's going to go to jail or have anything happen to them for sexual assault. I just, I, yeah. I mean, I know we've, we've ragged on NFL GMs. In fact, I had a um, executive at my job say, well, these GMs must know what they're doing. They're paid millions of dollars. Like, um, no, but I, I don't see GMs must. trading away assets mm. for nothing. I mean, there's a potential that you're getting nothing in return. Not mm-hmm. a player who possibly yeah. could pan out, but no. like you're literally getting nothing. It's like here, yep. take my draft picks. I don't need them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much yeah. So, but yeah, I, I had an executive um, ask me on, on Monday. He was like, "Well, I, I don't get what what the big deal about Justin Fields is. There must be something good in him. Like, did you watch him play in college? Because mm-hmm. yeah, he he was okay and he was good in college when he yeah. wasn't pressured. He was pressured when he right. had one or two reads tops. They showed a picture of him. Was he crying on the sideline yesterday? Yes. Damn. Man, he was crying for real. Yeah. Damn. Well, I mean, have you ever had have you ever had a whole foot in your ass? <laughs> hey, I, I'm from the south, so yes. Yeah. He 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 had a whole foot in his ass yesterday. Sunday. 
Mm. Yeah. Dude, they would oh, slap tough. him around like he was the little brother. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that that comment that he made about hey, I have the game slowing down, you know, for him, that did not age well. Not at all. You know, soon those guys were like, oh yeah, or oh, the game slow down. Okay. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, here. Slow this down. Yeah, try exactly try a down. zone blitz on for size, buddy. <laughs> All you but, see is linebackers, linebackers, defensive linemen on the line of scrimmage, and oh, here comes the safety. <laughs> linebackers that, bugged out. That's the thing with these athletic quarterbacks in college. They are not trained on how to actually play quarterback. They are trained oh. to take advantage of their athleticism. We got like three episodes on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably more than that. Yeah. But, I mean, you're, you're seeing in, in the NFL. I mean, Zach Wilson is broken. Mm. Again, that's probably Adam Gase, but he's physically broken, too. Um, Justin Fields cannot play. Yeah, but you know what? For about 10 years now, maybe oh, maybe a little less, they've been going to quarterback camp, seven-on-seven camps. Like They're getting the exposure, and they're getting the um, training. So what's the deal? I just thought about mm. that. that. That's been the top quarterbacks go to these camps every year. Right. So what's the deal? Well, just because you're the you're the, the big man in high school does not mean you're the big man in college or the big man in the NFL. No, no. They're going to like camps with like the top 1% of their class. Dude, Tate Martell went to the, you know, the 11 on 11, and Dorian's just got to hide his head in shame now and mention Tate Martell. Look, pe- <laughs> don't include people that most likely have drinking problems. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, no, that's Johnny Manziel, not Tate Martell. I know the names are similar. Oh, Martell and Menzel, they have some similarities. I'm telling you, not every human being that plays college football is ready to handle what comes to college football. No. Mm-hmm. So. And so, and, and BJ, before you ask it, yes, I was stalling. I did not want to cover our picks, but we have to. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw I lost, I don't want to talk about it. So it's Dorian's still leading. He, he was at 500 a while ago. Now he's at 12 and 16. <laughs> BJ, you and I are at 11 and 17. So the comeback is real. Yes. Uh, you know, it says the guy that picked Seattle last night. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> and I'll tell you, when Gino fired that pass and then DK Metcalf and he took off for 84 yards, I was like, it's happening. <laughs> and then nothing else happened. And then nothing else happened. The rest of the game. <laughs> but I, I I'll tell think- you what, I needed that touchdown, DK. I needed all those yards too. Thank you very much, sir. I will tell you that I had the game on last night, and that was the most anticlimactic drive I've ever seen in my life. What New Orleans had, yeah, I it was it a ni- 19 plays, 10 minutes for a field goal. I turned it off. I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> this isn't fun. I got Go limits, man. I know we do a sports podcast, but I got limits, damn it. Like, <laughs> if you're not going to be entertaining, I'm going to give you a good shot. I'm pretty sure I watched till halftime. Oh, no, I watched till the first part of the third quarter. Yeah. And I was like, bad. nope. It was oh, bad. I wish I could take my viewership rating away from this so you don't even know I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this is what ESPN gets for pissing off the NFL so many years ago. Because you'll mm-hmm. you notice that the Sunday night games are all, almost always better than the Monday night games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't always the case, but it is now. Yeah, it's now. ESPN has no one to think but themselves for that. ESPN. Oh, yep. Damn you, ESPN. So, <laughs> so the the first game we're going to pick this week, um, it's Captain Douchebag against Kyler Murray. You Who heard it been? here first. <laughs> Captain Douchebag turns him to six and one. Okay. 
go back, listen, first week of the season, I'm pretty sure it was. I told you the douchier he is, the the better he will play. And it's only building. I'm worried. I, I think it was our NFL preview. I don't think it was the first yeah, week of the for, season. For, first, yeah, is either the week before. It's right around there. Yeah. Feel free to listen to a couple episodes to find it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Get her get her numbers back up. Yeah. <laughs> uh Midorian, who who you picking? Captain oh. Dushbag or, or Captain or Captain Murray? <laughs> oh, Captain what? <laughs> I heard that. I heard it. <laughs> um hey, this I is mean- not fun when the guy that does the charge of editing. <laughs> um, I read that Devonte Adams may not be playing this weekend because of COVID protocol. I don't know if and, you guys uh, all that. And and Lazard just got lumped in there. I just saw it come across the uh, ESPN. Yeah. So that's two. That's two of his receivers targeting frequently recently. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Eric. Nope. Yeah. See, I'm gonna with Captain Douchebag. <laughs> Until my thing is, who's he going to throw to though? If 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 Devontae Adams and Lazard is out, I mean, there's as long as he's got as long as he's got that mustache when he comes out on the field, he's winning. (laughs) (laughs) Until until I'm proven otherwise, because you got to figure the only game that he lost was the game that he he tried to lose. So yeah, he messed with Jameis's head too. That's terrible. (laughs) It didn't take much. Why W? Don't stop doing that. (laughs) Don't please don't do that again. <laughs> BJ's gonna throw something at you. <laughs> I know he would have say something. Just say, it. get it out of the way, BJ. Oh, we're good. <laughs> we're good. I'm focused on the next pick. I've shifted gears. <sighs> okay, oh. the, the next one is Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Oh, I, before we say anything, I have a question: Whose quarterback's better? Whose quarterback is plays better or worse? Yes. Well, John. Uh, I was called Johnny Manzo. Baker's not playing this week, I don't think. I think, yeah, because his, his shoulder is all screwed up. So, whose quarterback is better, Roethlisberger or Case Keenum? Mm. Case Keenum. Mm, that's what it feels yeah. like. Case Keenum's elbow doesn't click in every position. <laughs> Who are you picking? Man, uh, I'm going Cleveland's to pick. a three-point favorite, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to pick Cleveland. I just Case Keenum's been with the head coach, too, before. I believe they went to a championship game together. Yeah. So... They have they have history and man Ben's arm looks real bad. Now the question that I have is: Do the Browns try to knock Ben out so they get to uh, Mason Rudolph again? I don't think Mason Rudolph hopes so. Darren, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um, although Big Ben is not Big Ben, um, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh's defense. I think their defense is going to give defense is crazy. That is for sure. The defense is top notch defense. Yeah, it's going to give case when everybody's healthy because when TJ Watt's not in there, it's not so much. Right. Right. Yeah. See, I I went with Cleveland because Pittsburgh is just a shell of themselves. I just saw what you did to me. I, oh my God, I want to (laughs) leave. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Love it. Love it. He's going to lose again. Okay, so the, the next one is Tampa versus New Orleans. Tampa is only a four and a half point favorite. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> of course, it's the Bucks. Jameis is going to give the backup backup cornerbacks at least two picks. Dorian, uh, um, I'm going with Tampa Bay. I don't see I don't see Tampa losing this game. I think I think I think it'll be a, a good game because uh, New Orleans defense is like they. Oh man, 
I love watching the defense, but I think I think Tom Brady, as usual, figures it out. And do I you think love, Grunt comes back this game too. So. Is, is their defense good, or does their defense look good against Geno Smith? That is true. I mean, it's all about in. a matter of perception. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> they're about true. to they're about to face Mister Get the Ball Back, so <laughs> <laughs> their defense probably look pretty good. So the 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 last game we're gonna do is Dallas versus Minnesota. So <laughs> come on, you're playing Kirk Cousins. Hold your breath until God comes back. <laughs> hey, we, we, <laughs> we just proved that there was a God because there must be a devil that Joe Flacco was signed with. So <laughs> oh man. I'm gonna say one thing, and you can put my pick based off of this. That line is insult. <laughs> So Minnesota should be favored, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure, that's that's what they want. Um, bet you won't bet that game. <laughs> nope. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just, um, just to continue our conversation, guys, still quiet on Sunday. So I just um, want to keep the listeners informed. Oh, okay. So. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas. Um, I don't think uh, Minnesota's DBs will have any answer for C.D. Lamb, Cedric Wilson, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, which I've read that they may be shopping Michael Gallup also. Oh, I don't like that. Well, they're going to have to pay a lot of people next year, so somebody's got to go. It's just going to happen. Yeah, I, I could see them trading him for draft picks because it's not cash. Or an expiring contract. It'd yeah. be nice if they could get somebody that they wanted to get off of and Dallas could just use them for filling spots or something maybe. Yeah. I don't really like the idea of him trading Gallup, though. Yeah, He's a solid two, and he's going to be a one somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And New England would take them in a heartbeat. No. The Giants would, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and speaking of New England, I, again, going back to that, our – New York's where New York's where Cowboys go to die. Ask Jason Garrett. Ooh, ooh that hurts. So, the truth hurts consistently. Yeah. yeah. So somebody was like, hey, see, look, Mac, Mac Jones put up 50 against the Jets. Well, you know, he, he's, he's so, the second coming. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's when that's like those people that say I take care of my kids. What, what's the option? What's the other option? <laughs> I pay my taxes. Okay, good. Yeah. I go to work every day. Let me ask you something. Would you pay your taxes if they didn't take it out every week? Let's just be honest. Probably not. Most people know. That's why so, they do it. So the I pay my taxes crap and <laughs> only because they take it out. Let's just be honest, folks. But yeah, like, Mac Jones is two and zero against the Jets because everybody's two and zero against the Jets. And why uh, are we talking about this? Yeah, like no, but it's, it's doing stuff you're supposed to do. He's <laughs> just doing stuff he's supposed to do. Yeah, you don't celebrate that. Are we to the point of society where we celebrate people doing their job? Have, have you seen America recently? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about this right now. <laughs> depressing. That <laughs> <laughs> <It> is depressing. <laughs> uh, uh. Hey, they, hey, there's a worker shortage, but you know, a whole bunch of people just quit their jobs, so there should should be plenty of workers for you. Absolutely. Go put an application and see what happens. Yeah. Let me know right back. Yeah. So, Jim and yeah, I mean, our, our NFL picks they, they they could be worse. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, DJ hopes we get at least one right this week. Oh yeah, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be great. So, um, so go ahead. You're going to say something. Oh, I'm just saying that line's bullshit. Yeah. One of Dallas, one and a half in Minnesota. It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it one and a half? Cause they don't know if Dak is going to play or not. What? What? Who said that? Who said that Dak is questionable? Like Tom Brady's questionable. No, <laughs> they, they don't know how Dak is going to be because of the injury that he had. And that's exactly what I would love to tell you if I was about to play you also. <laughs> I don't know. His calf's jacked up, still swollen. It's terrible. I'm I'm just telling you what what Schefter's saying. Now, 
it is Schefter, so go figure. Yeah, but Stephen Jones probably wrote the story according to last week's news break. So check the emails. Touche. Touche. I got that. I got that one, Adam. That's hey. mine. Stephen Stephen wrote those emails. Yes. And, and Adam called him the editor also. <laughs> yeah, let me let me pull up Dex um injury reports. Last I saw, they they were they didn't know if he was gonna play or not. But well, uh, what is it? Uh, is it his ankle or, or what is it? Thought it was his calf. Okay, so the the latest the latest updates on, on Dak Prescott's injury are good. That's what they're saying. Mm. Yeah, it's his calf, and he they expect him to play. So if he plays, that one and a half the line is bullshit. If he doesn't, we'll see. We got Will Greer. Ooh, ooh. I, I, I volunteer to change my pick if, if Dak doesn't play. <laughs> is he pregnant uh, again? Who? Will Greer. I never heard anything about that. Oh, did he fail a drug test because of uh, somebody yeah, else's pee or something? Yeah, isn't that why he got kicked out of Florida? <laughs> yeah, he was pregnant. Oh, that's a double whammy right there. <laughs> Uh, uh, I failed the test, and that might be mine. <laughs> if, if I remember right, he was at obviously he was at Florida. He was suspended a year for PEDs because he was pregnant, and then he went to West Virginia. Yep. So well, he must not have any family in West Virginia because he didn't get anybody pregnant up there. Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> Another state I got to drive around. <laughs> You're not welcome here, in West Virginia. Shit, I'll tell you one thing. It's one of the most beautiful natural states that I've seen. Oh, the, the mountains are gorgeous. I went up beautiful. to Huntington one year. Boy, walked into a convenience store. That was a mistake. Changed my whole opinion <laughs> about the place. <laughs> Jeez, y'all don't know what sugar does to you, do you? You got, you got to brush it off your teeth. Look all those teeth up. You, you can't just let the sugar stay overnight. You got to brush it off. Mm-hmm. That's what the fluoride what, is for. One of my coworkers is from West Virginia. I give him the business all the time. I'd be like, it's funny, you're from fans from West Virginia. He's like, yeah, I said, you don't have any features like a goat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, somebody's going to dick you with dick. <laughs> hey, we just talked about he has a superpower to say whatever he wants and no one hits him. I'm not mm. saying like it's not going to happen. It just it should have so many times and just hasn't. That's all I'm saying. It's I, oh, yeah. I, I, I am not a physically imposing person, so I don't know what it is. Maybe the, sometimes I know I leave people we, people's wheels spinning, and they're just I, like, huh. I, I I will just say this: that whenever you go on Twitter to use the podcast account and you insult Steve Smith, make sure that you tag yourself in that first. Nope. <laughs> nope. That that account is tagged to you, by the way. I believe it's registered to you, so it's even better. And and the location says your location, so I was like, "No, oh, no, that's the best move." Yeah, like I, I, I was out with the family, and and like I had on my phone, I'm like, "BJ's gonna get me killed." Yes, yes. Oh, I was right though. Yeah, I was you're right. not wrong. No, Steve Smith is not good at his job, and everybody's scared to tell him. <laughs> he will whip everyone's ass. Mm-hmm. He's an extra special kind of crazy. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of listening to old boxers do boxing. Come on, I know what you're talking. I, you know what I'm talking about. He's punch drunk. He sounds punch drunk. Yeah, kind of yeah. like um, I, I don't want to mock him. Yeah, it'll be the one podcast that gets listened to by Steve Smith. I don't want that. Yeah, and then he comes see all of them. Yeah, show up at your doorstep. He starts yeah. a sentence, stops, and starts another one, but you don't really know where the first sentence started and the last one. It's just so crazy. It's interesting. It's very interesting to me. Well, you know that. That is how CTE presents. See, and you're worried about me saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, Adam. You see a little bald 5'8 guy walk up to your door. You go out the back. Uh, I'm knocking the door. It's like, I'm just going to go out the back door. Exactly. We'll try to go out the back either. And the problem is, it's Steve Smith. He might beat you around the house. 
This is true. Yeah. He was, he was, he was the first run. <laughs> Go and get. Hey, but you know what? At, at least he's not getting into fights with Anthony Davis on the on the sidelines. I'd like to see that. That's yeah. a whole lot of reach in that fight. Yeah. It's like 14 feet of reach. Man, look, I I don't know if AD would be successful in that fight. Dwight Howard has some – he has some power, man. Look, you know, it took Dwight Howard like five years to put Paul Pierce on his ass in the playoffs. Indeed. Okay? That's a protected yes. physical altercation. Refs are going to yeah. break it up. Your real fighting teammates are going to show up like, you're good. You could have done yeah. it years ago. But then he finally does it. I must tell you, that's the hardest I've ever felt that arena shake when he dropped Paul Pierce in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but uh, BJ, you had a had a point, though. We're four games into the season. Great. This should not be happening four games into the season. Especially on the sideline. On national TV. And, and yeah. Russ is struggling. Like, that team could be in for it. You got to remember when when the Heat assembled that super team in uh, Miami, it didn't come together right away. It was ugly for right. a little bit. No, and right. and the the thing with with the the Miami Heat, not only did they have the three that they had, but they they brought in players that could complement the others. I mean, it, yes, you're right. Initially, it was kind of bumpy, but then they brought in a Ray Allen. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if Mike Miller was already Look, here. If they brought him, I in. need I need somebody to get hit game winning shots, man. I don't do it. I'll get Ray <laughs> Allen. No problem. Yeah. The closer. But that's not how the Lakers are constructed. They're constructed like they're just a 2K team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't work. Uh, they got a lot of things going on. Russ and LeBron, between the two of them, are averaging almost 10 turnovers a game right now. LeBron's that's not averaging four. Russ is averaging 5.7. Yeah. That's 20 points you gave back to the other team potentially. And look, I like peanut butter. I like pizza. I don't like peanut butter on my pizza. And I think that's what the Lakers are right now. They're a peanut butter pizza. Oh, knock it till you try it. That's what they say. <laughs> I, I, I've tried it and it's it's not very tasty. Oh, you don't tell people that. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Don't ever tell anybody that. They'll think you're some kind of like terrorist or psychopath or something. <laughs> there's, a, there's a restaurant up by you that puts peanut butter on oh. hamburgers. So um, I've heard that's good. I'll not never try it. I've heard that's good. I'll never try it. I'll never try it. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm weird. Like, you know, that sweet. Fried chicken at the Chinese restaurant, like the honey chicken. Mm-hmm. So good. I can eat pounds of it. Other than that, I don't like sweet and meat. Does yeah. that make sense to anybody? Yeah. yeah. Like like the honey in uh, Chick-fil-A's little chicken. No, I don't want it. Just give me the biscuit Wait, that, that, and the chicken. That's just God's chicken. He doesn't want you eating it. <laughs> that God shouldn't put his chicken in my mouth if he's in control all the time. <laughs> he did it. He did everything. I'm oh, waiting man. for the lightning to strike me. <laughs> A couple of years ago when a hurricane hit Louisiana and it knocked that Confederate statue over, I was the first one to respond on WFTV's post and I put God did it. <laughs> I'm sure that went over exceedingly well. Oh, I'll, I will I will I will forward you the message I got from somebody in South Carolina. My my reach is wide. <laughs> Don't you ever talk, fucking talk about God like that? I was like, oh good Christian man, I see. Yes. <laughs> Don't come with ideas and thoughts and, and uh, things to prove me wrong. Well, you can't prove me wrong. So what could you do? Oh, you try to change my, you can't change my mind. What would you do? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You will yell and scream and hope you just go away. Yeah. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. I don't care. Look, if I went through the first 13 years of my life sitting in pews, ignoring shit, I can continue to do it now. Hey, Jim Jordan did. And he's in Congress now. No. Can't see people's hands are in the pews. There's no telling where Jim Jordan's hands are. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, they're not on emails forwarding to the administration. That's where they're not. <laughs> so anyways, um, 
it's late and the World Series starts today and we have yet to even talk about it. it shows oh, just man. how fall baseball has come. Well, Dodgers aren't in it. I don't care. It's I don't Braves. think anybody cares. I've been watching it. I watched the, the Dodgers and the Braves. It was a pretty good series. They just Dodgers can call the firepower to match the Braves. I watched the, the homer. I watched the homer that ended. Yep. The Braves got hot for a few games, and then that that was it. Yeah. No. So, I mean, are, are the cheaters or the the Hicks gonna win? Oh my God, Adam. <laughs> Adam, Adam wants to end the show because he has things to do tonight. That's what <laughs> he could. We're adults. You could just say, "Hey, I gotta go, guys. We're gonna wrap this one up a little early." You, you don't have to go the route that I would use. Um, <laughs> they were the ones that brought in Travis Twitt to sing the national anthem. So, oh, dang. Nothing like supporting anti-vaxxers. <laughs> does Travis Tritt, does he live in Central Florida? He lives in Yeah, he right? lives in Claremont. No, he yeah. doesn't. Does he really? Yes, he does. Yeah. 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 He well, does. at least he used to. Why? Of all the places you could live, all the money you got, and you're like, hmm. He must have gotten a plane. He's like, what's that place that looks like a butthole? And they're like, Central Florida. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I'll move next to the butthole. <laughs> uh, yeah. Trying to get my ass beat tonight. <laughs> That might do it. I know, right? So I think I think on that note, I think we'll, we'll end the show for tonight. That's how you end the show. That's how you do it. So, That's ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 2020.